KBLA Talk 1580. Okay, well, um, it's a messy Monday, and we have, this is the first time we do it with a couple, uh, a husband and wife joining us. Maybe it should be Black Marriage Monday, but we're doing Messy Monday today because we, we really um, check in on relationships a couple times a month because otherwise we get so serious and political that we forget to develop our personal, uh, <laughs> our personal well-being, our personal lives, which um, are... What's the saying? The personal is political. They're also very important. Um, Rob McGowan is the husband. He's a husband of almost 20 years, a father of four, an organizer in the social and racial justice movement for over 14 years. And he recently transitioned from being associate director of organizing at Community Asset Development Cadre in Los Angeles to launching with his wife a coaching practice called Diving Within that supports people of color in the social racial justice movement, nonprofit sector, pr- uh, foundations, and in private life. Um, and, uh, you know, we're going to, we'll talk about that because it, it, it has a lot to do with what we are um, doing, right, talking about right now on Messy Monday. Emily is also with us. Uh, she is uh, married to Rob. <laughs> And um, <clears throat> hopefully they have a lot to say about relationships. Emily and Rob McGowan, welcome. Hi, thank you. I know you're a mama. Yes. And uh, a wife. And, and let's start with you, Emily, a little bit about um, this diving within, you know, because, I mean, it's it's life coaching, right? Rob, you do life coaching, helping people. With vision of life, purpose, goals, but I'm assuming it's not all on the business side. This is true. Um, Well, a a lot of, uh, I'm sorry. (laughs) No worries, just want to make it convenient for you. Yes, thank you. Okay, so so there's business, but there's also fun in it too. Um, We get to meet a lot of different people uh, from different walks of life and, um, and, families too who who really need support so I I think that's what what I like the most um is is being able to support people in the way that they need it it's not how I want it to be it's what they need it to be right so tell me about that piece I mean you know it's a messy Monday so we usually a lot of times on on this particular day we talk about how people how people navigate relationships, how they approach each other, and what their rules are, right? Because people have rules, whether they <laughs> say them explicitly or not, that they act on regarding this is what I do, and this is what I won't mm-hmm. do, and I would never, and I always. And I'm assuming that's part of what you're navigating in this um, in this coaching space. Yeah, yeah. F- first of all, I need to correct that information. We've been married almost 27 years. Oh, yes. so okay. We need a bio. We need to update that bio. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so in, in June, it'd be 27 years. So uh, the other stuff is correct. So yeah, you're, you're right. We're navigating people's trauma and pain, right? So how do you develop your values and the things that you care about the most? Um, probably come from your parents, probably come from your childhood, um, and, and or, or past relationships where you didn't reconcile them or you didn't, you know, uh, work it through or all the other stuff that you carry with you to the next relationship. And so how do we help people unpack those, those really tough conversations around 
Yo, the only analysis is self-analysis. So what role did you play in whatever happened in your relationship? You know, mm-hmm. what role did you play? And moving forward, what could you do differently? Not not what could you do better or worse, just what could you do differently, right? Yeah, and I, I, I'd, I'd like to piggyback on that because um, one of the things that came up for me when he was speaking is, is that um, a lot of times those rules of engagement that we, right, they bring on like expectations that, maybe I don't know about or hasn't been said, right? So we have to figure out like what are our rules of engagement when we're having a discussion so that we know how to argue better, we know how to communicate with each other better. And I, I, I will say this, it doesn't always work for me. Like I I <laughs> I'm just gonna say that, you know, I forget too. You know, I'm human, I forget and I'm I go back to to the way I was. Right. But we're always changing and evolving. So people need to understand that, too. It's like we're all human. So give us some grace sometimes with the mistakes that we're making. It's okay. Yeah, that's a good point. I mean, you know, it's like uh, you sit and I meditate most days before I come in here. And then, you know, you get in traffic and flip someone off. And it's like, wait a minute, I just finished (laughs) meditating and praying. And (laughs) now I'm like, uh, now. I'm Yeah. So I get it. Like we it's hard to be the person that we say we are or aspire to be all the time. Mm-hmm. But what when you talk about rules of engagement, what, what kinds of things are you talking about? So just the way we decide how we're going to argue or be with each other, right? So um, you, one person may say, okay, I'm going to wash the dishes. And the other person says, I'm taking the trash or something like that. Or it could be even like how we argue with each other. Right. Okay, we're not going to hit below the line. What are we going to do to make sure that we don't go below the line and we stay above the line? Like, how are we going to engage with each other so that I don't as I'm communicating, I'm not attacking my partner because we're doing this together. This is our relationship. We have to be successful together. So in order for that to happen, you and I need to be able to say, "Okay, I won't talk about your mama if you don't talk about you know, my toes or something like that. Right, I don't right, know, whatever right. it whatever is. Whatever's <laughs> off limits because once right. you say it, you can't unsay it. You can't unsay it. And then it. it can do lasting damage to the relationship. For sure. And yeah. you got pretty toes, by the way. So I won't talk about <laughs> <laughs> so It's all good. So. And, and, and not the, the divorce. That was one of the first rules of engagement we, that, that she came up with. She was like, divorce is off the table. I'm like, dang, well. Separation got to be there. <laughs> that wasn't it either. <laughs> I wasn't going for that either. I was like, no, because that brings about interruption, right? When you have the space sometimes, well, it depends on the relationship, but this is just how I felt at the time. I was like, A, um, I'm dying as Mrs. McGowan. So I don't know what needs to happen, but we need to make sure <laughs> that this works itself out. Like whatever we got to do to work it out, that's what we got to do. And... um the other thing I was like, well, we're also not going to, you know, throw that in each other's face. The space between us. Yes, there are some people that need that space between us. But I was like, you know what? For what's happening in in our life at that moment, I don't feel like that's a good thing for us. Let's just that's off the table, too. We're going to have to you don't like me go to sleep. We wake up tomorrow. 
let's start let's try yeah. to work it out again i mean i've always <laughs> thought that don't go to sleep mad is kind of mm, i don't know if i agree with that rule because i get up early and i can't stay up all night with you all thank the time you. arguing we thank can, you can we, we put a pin to, to be continued <laughs> right and, and i ain't sleeping on the couch and yeah. also sometimes like you need rest before you can think straight yes. you know and finish that argument yeah. do you have um you know, uh, your wife just told me some things that she said were off the table, and you obviously agreed to it, signed on, right? Yeah. Do you <laughs> he was have forced to? No, <laughs> I'm just <kidding. laughs> Do you have rules of engagement yourself, and and did they change from? Well, you probably might not remember back that far. That was 27 years ago. Oh boy. <laughs> from bachelor you know, to married. Hey, this this stuff is is baked over time. Believe me, um, uh, we've been working this out for 27 Seven years. years. So. <laughs> Sure. <laughs> there's some stuff that didn't work and there's stuff that, that we had to as uh one of my friends say eat the meat and throw away the bones but one of my thing was um you know just again it goes back to the self-analysis piece like i do so much in the personal development you know realm with myself and do so much self-work i'm like we both got to be doing self-work i can't be the only one doing the self-work so you know when when it used to be when the stuff started coming at me i'm like well what was your role in that you know what I'm saying? Yeah, right. not, not not the what about isms like oh well this came up so to give me an opportunity to, to to snap back it's well hold on let's let's talk about everybody's role in the situation I, I can't be the one that's wrong all the time that's that's impossible I mean you actually could but <laughs> <laughs> but I'm, I'm a dope cat so I'm right, not right. wrong all it's, the time right, it's so. unlike, it's unlike <laughs> right, right. and vice versa I can't be wrong all the time right? well you know there's I mean one of my friends who's a psychologist taught me that anytime you find yourself saying you always or you never yeah. those are signals that you're not being honest with yourself because yep. nobody mm -hmm. always or yeah. never does anything yes yep. true. absolutely yeah and and a, and a big question this is on my questionnaire um for for private coaching is about do you lie to yourself right and yes. that's that's important <laughs> and we all do right all do. yes i just, uh -huh. just want to hear what people are gonna say no a lot of myself okay cool do most lied. people say they don't <laughs> about half and half yeah actually. so we're delusional is what yes. you're saying absolutely yeah <laughs> i mean look i mean it, the simplest the simplest example is you know we tell ourselves we weigh a certain amount and then we get on the scale and it says something else and mm -hmm. the next day we're still telling ourselves that same lie yeah. mm -hmm. yeah. in the face of the evidence yep. right yeah. i mean yeah. we we lie about a lot of things right like hair color this isn't my true you know if i if i color my hair that's a lie too right because the reality is I have gray underneath here that's coming out a lot. It's going wherever. It's you not know, a lie. That's it, a cosmetic enhancement. I, yeah, but, yeah, it's but, a lie. But, but, but it's not really <laughs> truly who you, I mean, it's part of who you are, but then it, you're you're making it better by coloring it for you, right? Or for the world. Mm, okay, right? we'll, we'll just agree to disagree on that. <laughs> yes, my hair is, you know, covering up these grays, but I don't consider that a lie. I do it too. I, I, do consider it, it, I do it too. Well, it's, it, it's, it's just... I guess metaphorically, it's like, is it really truly who you are? Right. Right. Is it authentically you? Authentically you. Mm -hmm. So, okay. So, you, I know, I noticed you kind of gave us this big detour about, you know, conditions, and you said, uh, you, what is your part in this? So, I guess the 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 outcome of that is, you both have to be working on each other. Absolutely. On yourselves. Yeah. That's one of your rules if you will yeah that's that's and, and you got to have rules right you got to have uh uh the the values that uh 
what did it say in masonry? Circumscribes our actions together, you know, that keep us because it's us against the problem, right? It's mm-hmm. not us against each other. It's like so how do we turn it around and and see the situation or the issue in a way that we are together attacking and and unpacking the issue for the yeah. betterment of us, right? It's the name on the back of the jersey. Yeah. Well, I mean, and and I I think there's a lot of couples married and dating that have no rules. Like there's no Geneva conventions for relationships. Mm -hmm. We just go in and freestyle until we crash into a a burning building. Yep. Yeah. And that's why they crash. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Right. I I mean, how how far do you get with that too? Right. Because here's the thing: the person I am today is not the person I was seven years ago. 10 years ago, five years ago, shoot, three months ago. I'm not the same person and neither is he. And so with that understanding, I have to be aware that things are going to change and shift. And then how do we adjust to those changes and shifts? Right. Otherwise you quote unquote grow apart, which is real, which is a real thing that happens to people and they end up, you know, apart. Yeah. Like me. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Yeah. 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 So, Um, even though you can say, well, I'm going to die as Mrs. McGowan, you you have to get from point A to point B right. through all of those changes that you're describing. And, and and to be honest, it's like some years ago when we were really in the thick of it. Oh, yeah, I was like, you know what? Maybe we do need a separation. Maybe <laughs> we do need some time apart. Like maybe we do need right to reset and, and do something different because what I was thinking at that time about, you know, staying Mrs. McGowan till I die, like. That shifted at one point in my, in our marriage because we were having such a such a struggle with the communication and with, you know, the things that were happening between us. I mean, I, I was at the time I'm like, you know what? Yeah, maybe we do need a break. I don't know. I don't know what that is. Right. But you, you have to be able to have those moments and still say, OK, well, what's where do I want to be? How do I want to be? And do I want to be that with this person? Right. Because it's a choice to stay together. It's a choice to be with this person and say, OK, you know what? Let's let's work it out. Let's get through this and let's figure it out. That takes really a lot of time and patience and care and love. All of that within the relationship. You can't just well, y- you can't just say it's just me and what I want. You know, if you're really trying to make the relationship work, I got to think about his side, too. Yeah, absolutely. We're talking with Rob and Emily McGowan. They coach others, but they also are navigating a 27-year marriage. And we want to talk more about how that works, even in a stellar marriage like yours. It can be messy, (laughs) and it is a messy Monday on KBLA Talk 1580. KBLA Talk 1580 is an intervention. When we come forward, forward. includes you. KBLA Talk 1580, turning pain into power. Power. Thanks for waking up with Dominique DePrima on KBLA Talk 1580. Okay, so we are talking about relationships uh, with some folks who are in one. Um, <laughs> uh, and also who folks who help others. Uh, Rob and Emily McGowan are with us. They've been married 27 years, which means you've probably been together longer than that, right? Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, friends for five. known each other like five years before that so like 32 years wow Mm -hmm. so okay so we talk about rules of engagement a little bit um what do you in in how many 
people are trying to be in relationships or married without any kind of guidelines or any kind of standards, I guess it is, really. What works for me? What works for you? What can we agree on? Right? Mm-hmm. Um, do you, is that something you help people with? Do you, do you, and do you also find that people have ground rules or standards that are not helping them? Yeah, most of the time, folks don't have them. And, and that's why they're talking to us. <laughs> right? Yeah. They, they don't know how to uh, have a, um, a uh, what do you call it? A good argument. Right. So, yeah, they haven't came up with their lines in the sand, right? They haven't decided like what's working and what's not working for them and how they're going to operate through that. And so a lot of times we we just guide them through. We don't tell them what to do and we don't tell them, hey, this this rule worked for us. Right. We just let them come up with, well, what do you think you should, you know, sh- w- would be your rule or I don't know. It's, it, they 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 really have to f- come up with it themselves because they're the ones that are in the relationship, right? So right. It's, it's not. And, us. But I mean, even having someone ask you, "What are your ground rules?" is gonna mm-hmm. be what, huh? For a lot yeah. of people, I remember. Uh, I you know, my college boyfriend told me, "Okay, we're gonna make a rule. We don't cuss at each other." <laughs> and I just thought that was like amazing. Of course, this was many years ago, but uh-huh. I was like, "Wow, yeah, I like that. No cussing. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. you know, we can." E- we're going to yell if we have to, but there will be no cussing. Yeah. It mm-hmm. seems super basic, but when you talk about laying a groundwork of being respectful, mm-hmm. it's, you know, I think most couples don't have that rule. Right. <laughs> right. Right. right, right. But it forces, it goes back to, you know, self-analysis. It forces you to really dig into your values, what you're about, who you're about. You said something earlier about, you know, I'm, I'm, I meditate before I get in traffic. Then traffic hits. Now, <laughs> now you flipping people. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, well, the question is uh, here's here's the question. The question is around. Well, who are you, right? Mm-hmm. If you say you're orange and I squeeze you and the apple juice come out, then you know, are you who you say you are, right? So it's about yeah. accountability too, right? But so, I don't think that's a good example of that because most people react under pressure perhaps differently than they would that, ideally want to. Well. That's it's who you it's are. part of who you are. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't, I don't yeah. think it's who you are. It's part of who you are. Yeah. Right. And, and and the reflection on that is is how you enhance who you are. Like if you say it's one thing to say, oh, man, you know, I did X, Y and Z. It's another thing to say, you know what? In reflection, I could have did that differently. Right. And, and now that makes you a better person. So when it happens again, you're a different person. Right. So. That's who you are. Yeah, well, but but uh, but that's all well and good. You know, when this building catches on fire, you, whether or not you exactly act the way you see your higher self acting, well, some days more so than others. I think there's ebb and flow in people's, you know, uh, their resources, their their amount mm-hmm. of rest they've had, the amount, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. there's all these other factors, their, their biorhythms, you know. Well, see, that kind of goes back to what I was saying earlier about, you know, there's going to be times when I'm not my best self <laughs> right. in that moment, right? And I have to remember and and keep practicing that thing that I need to do better, right? Because a lot of times, like I was I was saying earlier, you know, there's times when I'm we're, we could be in the argument or a discussion, it's, it gets heated or whatever, and I might hit below the belt and say something, you know, but I also have to take pause and say, okay, I said I was going to be better about how I interact with my husband so 
what do I need to do differently? Right. So I, I have to be able to pause in the moment and say, OK, because there's plenty of times when we're we're having a, a discussion and I'm like, OK, how am I going to answer this? Right. And I, and I try not to clap back. Yeah. Right away. So, you know, it, it just depends that you really have to take pause and, and really be conscious about because I may do the same mistake again. I may have that same, you know, reaction because I'm not in practice of doing it the right way <laughs> right. or and the and different and way. And there's another factor, too, which is that we when we're in relationships with people, especially romantic relationships, we know how to push each other's buttons. For sure. And we do it. For sure. Yes. So, so how do you deal with that? So this is messy. Right. Yeah, uh, and, and, <laughs> it's real messy. And and the messy part of this is it it may be a gender thing. I'm not gonna do a blanket <laughs> thing, but I'll say this. Sometimes as men, many times as men, we don't have the 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 leeway to say I'm just having a bad day. Right. You know. Uh, but you should. You should. But for sure. But well, yes and no. Yes, in a healthy way. No, in a way that you know because aggression things like you know how men interact yeah it, not it, it i'm having a bad day so i threw you out the window no but but i right? need grace i but think I, I deserve I mean, grace I, I think we all deserve grace mm-hmm. I, I i think and and as i have a value of receiving uh, uh things that she says with patience and responding in kindness then i have to live that i i can't say i'm having a bad day so that's why i didn't respond in kindness like that's I am who I am. So in that moment, my best version is let me pause and make sure I'm checking in with myself that I'm responding in kindness. Uh, we've got news, traffic and sports right here. When we get on the other side, I want to talk about you said you don't um, tell people you should do this or these are the rules that you should follow. Mm-hmm. But I want to talk about some tools. May I? I'm assuming you provide some tools or maybe not. Is it free for all? We'll find out after <laughs> news, traffic, and sports on KBLA Talk 1580. She's reclaiming her time on KBLA Talk 1580. More First Things First with Dominique DePrima when we come forward. This is KBLA Talk 1580, where hate loses and love wins. Yes, I know. It's election season. Uh, you have between now and March 5th to vote if you haven't done so yet. Go to KBLA1580.com. We are your election information station, and you can compare uh, conversations with the different candidates for many, many offices. Right now, though, we're talking relationships. It is a messy Monday, and uh, we are talking with the folks behind um, some life coaching um, and career coaching, diving within is what it's called, Um Rob and Emily McGowan have been married almost 20, no, at least 27 years. Almost 27. Almost 27. 27 in June. In June. And you guys are, you know, obviously working it out 27 years later. I didn't realize that one of your, one of your, um, you'd lost one of your children, one of your babies to uh, cancer. Yes. Yes. Which is, it's just unimaginable for most parents. Yes, for and sure. that's the kind of thing that does, I'm sure, take a toll on a relationship. For sure, because there's, a, well, there I'm grieving, he's grieving, and then our kids are grieving because we have three other children, right? And then something that I didn't realize um, back then, because I felt so alone, 
you know, after after our son's passing, like our friends were not around. It didn't feel like they were around. They were there, but they were I didn't feel like they were around as much. And so what I didn't realize till years later, our friend um, in, in talking to him shared some things that he was going through. And I was like, wow, like I didn't realize that our friends were grieving, too, you know, and, and how that took a toll on them. Um, but we found, you know, at the time, and, and I think that was part of our struggle also is because I I didn't want to burden him with my grief. And I don't think, well, he could speak for himself as far as like how he was feeling at the time, but I didn't want to burden him with my grief. And so um, I felt like I had to deal with that on my own. And so um, it caused issues between us, right? Like the whole communication thing, like I should have been leaning more towards my husband versus away from him. And, you know, and, and that's what I did. And so it, it kind of caused some, some riff between us. Like, how do we get through that? Right. Yeah. So your baby was only five. Yes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And how did, how do you weather a storm like that? Um, I don't know. I can't even call it. Yeah. I can't even call it. I think something that Emily said was key is that we we grieved apart and we were already, you know, struggling in our marriage at the time. And then we go through this two year period to where we're focused on him. Hyper. (laughs) Hyper focused, like and and not even thinking. You mean from the time he was diagnosed to the time he made his transition because he was three when he was diagnosed. Correct. Five Uh, when he passed. Yes. And so, you know, in my mind, it it never occurred that he would pass. Right. And and so and still navigating that, navigating a career and work, navigating our relationship, navigating the other kids. Right. Mm -hmm. And so it was wild. And and. We did grieve separately, and and it was that was tough, mm-hmm. but it gave an opportunity for um, coaching mm-hmm. because for for me, after he passed, that was that was it. I mean, I was ready to check out. Oh, <laughs> yeah, just your mic. Oh, oh, okay, I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. I, I I was ready to check out. Um, you mean check out? Check out? Check out? Check out? Wow, like that was. That was my guy at the time, you know what I mean? Um, and uh, and some some great people um, coached me through that. So that's that's how I know the power of coaching, because it saved my life. So all all the issues that come up with people, I'm like, ah, I can help with that. <laughs> <laughs> and, but and, and so I mean, how did you guys find your way back to each other? Well, I think it ended up with it started with the coaching, right? Because so Robert was getting um, coaching through his work and through some of the um, the people that he knew, right? And then big ups to Maisie Chen, Manla Kaise, uh, Bernard. Bernard. Dory. Yes. <laughs> oh, I know Bernard. Yeah. So um, you know they really poured into into Robert and what was happening with him at the time. I was actually um, more focused on the kids and what was happening with them. So you know making sure that they were in. school in school and doing their activities and trying to keep their life as normal as possible with, um, you know, we, we did go through to, um, a, a grief counselor with, as a family, like once or twice. Um, but that's not enough, right? Like we were all still grieving, you know, in, in our own ways. And then, um, 
at the time, like he went through uh, a two day uh, coaching program. And so he came back and he was like, hey, I did, you know, he he told me about it. And I was like, oh, that's interesting. Like, that's pretty cool. And he was like, "Okay, you know, I think I want to do the nine month program. And I was like, oh, you know what? That sounds interesting. Also, I, I think that's something that I would I would find interesting and I want to know more about. So he said, well, there's a two day coming up. Why don't you sign up for that? He's like, if I have to pay for it, whatever, you know, it's a, our pot of money. But mm-hmm. <laughs> he's like, you know, we'll we'll make it, ha- you know, we'll make it, it work. Budget, right? Yeah, we'll put it in the budget. We'll make it work. If you want to do this, we'll we'll, you know, make sure that you get to go. And he told me about the uh, the two day and um, and I went and I was like, hmm. So after it was over, I called them and I was like, hey, you know what? This was, he's like, how did it go? I'm like, it's fantastic. I'm like, everybody needs this. Like everybody needs this in some form or fashion. They they need some coaching to get them through. And that's what opened up my eyes to what coaching, the possibilities of coaching. So then when he came to me and said, oh, I want to do the nine month, I'm like, I'll do that with you. You know, I, I wouldn't mind like, you know, us doing that together. So we went through that nine month program. And then after it was over, he was like, you know what, Emily, I think I want to do this forever. <laughs> you know, I want to I want to I, I want this to be part of like what I do every day. And I was like, oh, OK. And I was at a, you know, nine to five. And um, at first we were thinking about doing it together, like both of us leave our jobs and 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 that that would be it. But somewhere down the line, um, I was like, how about you just do this? This is what you want to do. You leave your job. It's OK. And we'll figure out the budget. And we'll make it work and I'll stay at my job for as long as I need to. And then we'll 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 figure it out. Right. We'll we'll make it work. I believe in you. You know, this is going to this is what you want to do. And he was very passionate about it. And I'm like, all right, cool. This is what we're doing. All right. Yeah. And so through um, helping others, it ended up helping you. For sure. No doubt. <laughs> every day, every every time we have a conversation, uh, I, I statements yes. every time I have a conversation with someone I, I know that half the time I'm coaching myself right I see some aspect of my life in them and which helps me get curious so as as much as I get curious about them I'm curious about well, how's how would I react so I ask those questions but I, I want to add at the end of that toward the end of our training um my mom passed you know, oh, I grew yeah. up an only child, so oh, wow. that's right, that's my right. mom passed. So we were in Alabama, and then um, just just sorting through emotions and stuff. So I'm glad I went through that process, that nine month process of getting coaching, coaching, and and really working through some stuff. Uh, by the time she made her transition, um, I was, was like, still part of the program at that time, huh? Yeah, yeah, we were taking finals. Yeah, we were taking finals <laughs> when that happened. Yeah, I was like, you know what, I. I'm not in a mental space to to go back and really give what I need to give to to uh, to cadre while I was working, and I was like, you know, what? It, it'll be best for me to to transition out. So that's what happened. Yeah, here you guys are. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but I I did want to share that um, you know, as 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 tragic as our son transitioning and not being with us, we wouldn't be where we are today yeah. had it not been for that happening, like. There were some things that that were happening in our lives that brought us to this point, right? So even though we think that there's tragedies and all oh, they're ruining our lives and 
and everything. You know, sometimes there's a blessing behind the tragedy. And I feel like this was our blessing. Like, that happened, but we wouldn't be where we are today had it not. You know, and and even during when during the time when Miles was diagnosed, Robert and I had never said, well, why us? Why are we the ones going through this? Why is it our family that's going through this at the time? It was more so, okay, this is what we have to do. And, and then later on thinking about what the lesson was in that, right? Like, man, we aren't where we are today emotionally, where we are today physically, right? Because we changed our, our, our eating habits, everything when Miles was um, diagnosed. Like, we, our, our whole lives was changed, the trajectory of our life. Well, maybe not the trajectory, but maybe that's how we got here. Right. That had to happen in order for us to be here today, Hmm. to be in front of you, to be talking to these people, you know, who are listening like this wouldn't be happening. And the thing you have to 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 really be clear about is what you ask the universe for. (laughs) If you ask in the universe for patience, then you get put in situations where your patience is tested. Right. So that's why that's why I say. That's who you are, <laughs> right? Yeah. If you want to be something, yeah, but I, I don't, say it out I, loud. I just don't look at it binary. And, and, I feel like well, we're always... Well, of course. It's, it's, we're always our best and worst selves at the same time. Yes, yes. Because you carry yes. with you everything you've done. But and how it, you and, show up is how you show up. That's, yeah. So. yeah, and how you show up Wednesday might not be how you show up Friday. Yeah. That's true. Um, and... I mean, med- 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 never come daily, on my show. If, make sure you never, <laughs> never come on my show if I haven't had anything to eat. For example, huh? You know, uh, did you eat this morning? I did. <laughs> okay, I absolutely great. did. Okay, See, yeah. I feel like that, like with sleep. Yeah. You know, I, I need my sleep. Yeah. And and the later it gets in the in the evening, I get I get angry. Like I'm like I am so tired. I just want to go to bed. Right. And I can meditate for you know a month, and then you don't feed me, it's not gonna go good. <laughs> I'm sorry. Mental note. Best right. and worst self. Uh, we want to get to these tools that we said we were gonna talk about when we come forward. We are KBLA Talk 1580. More of first things first with Dominique DePrima when we come forward. Find a righteous range and don't be afraid to say what you see for KBLA Talk 1580. Okay, so time flies when you are on the radio. Uh, Rob McGowan and Emily McGowan are with us. They have a company, a coaching thing. Um, and so tell us how to get that coaching before we get into some of these tools. If folks want to get down with diving within, um, what are some of the kinds of things you do and where can they find you? Um, uh, find us at divingwithin.net, D-I-V-I-N-G-W-H-W-I-T-H-I-N. <laughs> Divingwithin.net. And you guys are doing counseling. You're doing coaching for business, uh, for life yep. vision. Yep. Um, and I imagine some couple stuff comes up. Yeah, yeah, every yeah. Now and, every now and then yeah, they do. No doubt. Uh-huh. So what are some of the kinds of tools that you either use personally or that you teach? Um, for, for me, um, I'd say uh, when, I, when I think about, you know, personal, the only analysis is self-analysis, then uh, morning success routines, right? Mm-hmm. So you, you got it. Meditation, um, exercise, and feeding your, your brain, mind, body, and soul. So meditation or prayer if if that's your thing um exercise and reading so doing that every morning 
um, really grounds you for the day. So that's one thing. The rules of engagement is another. Like what are what are your uh, we call it lines lines in the sand? What are the things that, you know, don't cross these lines. Right. Mm -hmm. And those things shift based on your values, based on who you are at the time. Um, So they, they can they can shift also. Right. They don't have to stay the same. Mm-hmm. Like, right. You can always <laughs> tweak them, you know, to, to how you are in that moment. Right. It could be six months or a year later and you want to revisit what those are for you as a couple. Yep. And think about triggers. Right. So triggers aren't about the other person. Triggers are about you. Right. So uh, I don't know if I we had this a longstanding argument around toilet tissue for years. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't get triggered by Wait, the time. We argue about that now. Is no, it, we didn't. No. I, <laughs> <laughs> it's like, is it over? Is it under? Right. right? And, and and so one thing that's important is, is around <laughs> is around understanding, right? Understanding, understanding, right? Because when you deepen your understanding or understanding of someone, then your patience and empathy grows. So get curious, right? Curiosity is is the groundwork of it all. And so I got curious one day. I'm like, hey, why do you like the toilet tissue that way? And she explained it to me. And I'm like, oh, that makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> and you still kept arguing about it anyway. Not at all. No. Not no. at all. It, 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 it Immediately from that understanding, I had patience and empathy. Like, oh, that makes sense. I don't, I'm, I don't care about it that It's not much. that important. No, it's not that yeah. important. Right. Yeah. yeah. So because I had a deeper understanding of where it came from from her. Right. I mean, so, it, so that's it, an important piece too. I think that happens with couples. They're proxy wars. Yep. We're fighting yes. over, yep. you know, we're fighting over cheese graters when it's really about something else. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I saw this meme one time. It's like, uh, you know, we, we keep doing the same thing over and over again. This lady has a, a pot roast and she cuts the ends, right? And so the husband is like, well, why do you do that? What, what makes you cut the ends of the pot roast? She's like, I don't know. That's how, you know, my mom taught me how to do it. It's like, okay. So he asked the mom, he's like, well, why, what, what makes you cut the ends of the pot roast? I mean, your daughter does it, you do it. You know, what, where did that come from? He's like, oh, well, my mom did that. So then they go to the, her mom and say, oh, hey, why do you cut the ends of the pot roast? It's like, well, the pot was too short, so I had to cut the ends. But no one <laughs> ever knew that that's why they cut the end of the pot roast, right? Because... They it were just trying didn't to fit. fit it into the pan that it's, she had, right? And it, we and it becomes a family tradition. Exactly. Yeah, and we yeah. all we we all a lot of times we say, "Well, I did this because my mom or my dad or so, whoever in our lives did it," but we never stop and ask them and get curious. We're like, "Hey, how's, how's that, that working, working out for you?" For you? <laughs> yeah, and 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 when it comes to relationships, that's especially keen because we inherit a lot of pathologies. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. You know things Absolutely. that we really. If we broke it down, probably would not want to be repeating. Bingo. And, and, yeah. and that's why I start, right? That's what I and, and we start with our coaching is like, I want to know about your parents. I want to know about your, your child, your, your childhood. I want to know about your siblings because probably some unresolved stuff that happened in, in those relationships are, are making its way into your, your romantic relationship. So let's say you, you break that down and, you, you know, um, you say... You know, my my mom was a manonizer. You know, <laughs> mama was a Rolling Stone. I don't think that's a word. She was for the streets. Daddy was. Yeah. <laughs> mom like mom was for wood. the street. Mom, <laughs> dad was a was a womanizer. As, uh, just for example. So I uh, now I know it. How do I break out of that impacting my life? Yeah. What do you want to do about it? 
Like, it, it, is it causing you enough harm in your life that you want to change? Oftentimes, it's not. Folks are like, I'm aware of it, but I'm not going to do anything about it mm-hmm. because I'm comfortable, right? It, that that magic, what they say all the time, that magic outside that comfort zone, right? So that's mm-hmm. the main thing. I'm I'm comfortable being in the streets. Then <laughs> you'll be in the streets. There's there's nothing pushing you to transform or to change um, uh, that's hitting you hard enough to do so. I mean, it sounds like you're you're saying that we don't get the results without the discomfort. Oh, for sure. And I mean, you guys, you know, I'm sure marriage 27 plus years is has its ups and downs. Yeah, sure. yeah, but you seem like you've and... you've come to the <laughs> other side of some pretty tough yeah. tough moments. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we we've we we're stronger because of the stuff that we've gone through. The discomfort. Right? Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. I mean, you you can't say that I'm a brave person and not be in a situation where you where you haven't been proven to be brave. Right. You mm-hmm. can't say you're a brave person and stay in the house all the time. Yeah, Never you, test. We yourself. don't know you don't know that. And <laughs> and, and think about it. There's no testimony without a test, right? Mm. There's no testimony without the test. So you and 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 who's going to come to you for guidance or or anything like that if you haven't been through some stuff? <laughs> right. No one's going to come to you, right? So for example, we talk all the time about people that don't have kids, right? They can't <clears throat> they they don't they, <laughs> they they really they can try to tell you how it is to raise your kids, but they have no experience behind yeah, it, so it's like STF. You absolutely. That's a Bernardism, right? It's like we, it's some conversation you can't have with folks who don't have kids, right? right. I mean, no disrespect. Or man, if you don't no want to have or, kids. Or, it's that's your life. Just please don't judge me based on what I'm doing because you don't really know. Or even when you're talking about in a relationship, right? Yeah. Why are you going to get advice from someone who's single mm-hmm. and you're married? Mm-hmm. You need to go find a married couple that has been through some stuff. <laughs> what about? No, you know what? It's too late. I'm not going to stop. <laughs> I'm about to get real messy right this now. Is... But it's two minutes. Let's see how messy we yeah, get in two minutes. I'm about to get real messy. No, I was going to say, what about getting relationship advice from somebody who was on their third or fourth wife? Like, say, but Steve have... Harvey. Well, but, 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 but see, here's the thing. You've, you've gone through some experiences being oh, with three yeah, people. Yeah, yeah. Right? Yeah. And you may, you may not have it working for you <laughs> you may not but what oh, no not but pull out the gym yes get look uh, like he said you got to eat the meat and throw away the bone find the lesson find the lesson in it the, right yeah the blessing is in the lesson exactly yeah, sure. okay we, we what do you want to leave us with we got less than a minute here emily you first like robert was saying earlier patience and kindness you really have to and pause please pause you know when you're in the thick of it it's hard to 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 pause yeah. and 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 really, especially when the ish is hitting the fan, it's really easy to clap back and 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 go off and and really get beside yourself, right? Yeah. Uh, really, uh, really try to pause. I, I would say that's my, Robert. This, what? Um, <laughs> Why do you look like that? No, 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 no reason. Part two coming um, next week. Just it, it 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 really comes down to 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 staying curious. I I we we work not to be prescriptive at all because we want the the words to be bespoke and being bespoke and tailored to the couple is about being curious stay curious that curiosity breeds um uh understanding empathy patience so but it starts from from just being curious about what i came from and and i'll say this last thing it's a difference between saying 
Oh, curiosity and judgment can't occupy the same space. So it's a difference between saying, um, <laughs> why the heck did she do that? Or I wonder why she did it. All right. Um, time to pass the mic to <laughs> Tavis Miley until tomorrow. One love. <laughs> <laughs>